0: Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, January 29, 2017, and released on Wednesday, November 18, 2020. This week's message is titled, Who Will Stand in the Gap for Me? And the scripture reference is Ezekiel, chapter 22, verses 23-31, and 2 Chronicles, Chapter 7, verse 14. My prayers that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon.
1: Reading in our text today in Ezekiel chapter 22, starting in verse number 23. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, say unto her, Thou art the land that is not cleansed nor rained upon in the day of indignation. There is a conspiracy of her prophets in the midst thereof, like a roaring lion ravening the prey. They have devoured souls. They have taken the treasure and precious things. They have made her many widows in the midst thereof. Her priests have violated my law and have profaned my holy things. They have put no difference between the holy and the profane neither have they showed difference between the unclean and the clean, and have hid their eyes from my Sabbaths, and I am profaned among them. Her princes in the midst thereof are like wolves ravening the prey to shed blood and to destroy souls and to get dishonest gain, and her prophets have daubed them with untempered mortar, seeing vanity and divining lies unto them saying, Thus saith the Lord God, when the Lord hath not spoken. The people of the land have used oppression and exercised robbery, and have vexed the poor and needy. Yea, they have oppressed the stranger wrongfully. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Therefore have I poured out my indignation upon them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their own way have I recompensed upon their heads, saith the Lord God. Let's pray. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer, Father, thanking you for your holy word. We thank you for the example you set for us that we should live our lives by. Lord, bless the message now. Let it touch hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. this is a sad story that I've read today. Israel had backslidden so far that they no longer even resembled being a Christian nation. Sin and corruption ruled the land as God had been pushed out of their land. We talk of God being a God of love and that's true. God does. He loves us. He loves us with all his heart. He loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth him should not perish but have everlasting life. But folks, if you push God too far, he becomes a God of wrath. And this is what had happened in Israel at this time. Israel had pushed God so far and he was ready to destroy their country He wanted someone to step up as a leader and save the land from God's destruction. Unfortunately, he found no one who would stand in the gap for him. How sad. God needs men, women, boys, and girls that are willing to take a stand for him. Ezekiel's story about Israel could have been written about America, folks. Now is the time for people to step up and say, I will stand in the gap for God. Notice that our leaders have failed us. Verse number 24 through 26. says, son of man, say unto her, and her he is referring to the nation Israel, saying unto her, thou art the land that is not cleansed nor rained upon in the day of indignation. There is a conspiracy of her prophets in the midst thereof like a roaring lion ravening the prey. They have devoured souls. They have taken the treasure and precious things. They have made her many widows in the midst thereof. Her priests have violated my law and have profaned mine holy things. They have put no difference between the holy and profane. Neither have they showed difference between the unclean and the clean and have hid their eyes from my Sabbaths and I am profaned among them. Our country has become a Sodom and Gomorrah today, filled with filth and compassion. Sin rules our nation. Homosexuality is considered a normal behavior. Abortion has killed millions and millions of babies. We are in a serious drought of righteousness. Remember the story of Sodom and Gomorrah? When God And Abraham was bargaining for his nephew Lot. He said, if I can just find 50 souls, righteous souls, will you save the land or spare the land? And God said, yes. And well, kept going on down and on down and on down to finally just 10 people. And they couldn't even find 10 righteous souls in the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, we're in that same kind of drought of righteousness in America today. Like the prophets and priests in our story, our leaders are corrupt many times and unrighteous. Every day, our leaders fail us because of their carnal nature, folks. That's that's a, they can't help it. They're born of the world and they're of the world, and therefore God does not rule in their life. And these leaders are everybody from A to Z. They're the presidential people. It's our uh, congressmen, our legislators, our senators, our judges. And particularly our Supreme Court justices, they fail us every day. All these leaders are taking down the road, taking us down the road of destruction. Our leaders may swear to an oath on the Bible, but they are not a God. These leaders are as Satan, a roaring lion going about seeking who they may devour. They destroy everyone who gets in their way. They steal, they take anything they want. They have made many widows through the years, and they have no morals. I'll read you an excerpt from Mark Twain over 100 years ago. No man's life, liberty, or property are safe while the legislature is in session. This is not a new thing. Across America, the church leaders have failed the body of Christ. They have wandered from the word of God so so much. They have preached and taught pure lies in defiance of the Bible. So many times our church has become just a social club for people to gather together and and have a good time. There is no difference between the holy and the unholy. And there are certain things, folks, that we should always to hold on to as holy a good example of one is our word the word of god we should never alter we should never teach anything that is not in here and if you cannot defend your belief by the bible then chances are it's wrong there's no difference between the clean and unclean these churches have made god unwelcome on days of worship you know, when we tell people, well, that's okay. That's just an alternative lifestyle. It's okay. It's, you can do what you like. You're, you're welcome here in our church. Well, you know, they're welcome in our church too, folks, but only if they repent and change their life. That's when they're welcome like right this. Notice then, America's once a great nation has abandoned Christ in order to have a better relationship with Satan. Verse number 27, her princes in the midst thereof are like wolves ravening the prey to shed blood and to destroy souls, to get dishonest gain. And her prophets have daubed them with untempered mortar, seeing vanity and divining lies unto them, saying, Thus saith the Lord God, when the Lord hath not spoken. The people of the land have used oppression and exercised robbery and have vexed the poor and needy. Yea, they have given, they have oppressed the stranger wrongfully. Our business world defines the humanity in America today. I come out of the business world six years ago. Let me tell you folks, corporate America is a dog-eat-dog world. It's not very pleasant. It's scary. Business leaders are like wolves tearing their prey apart. They will do whatever it takes to win, even shedding innocent blood. The business world will destroy anyone that stands for Christianity and a righteous way of life. You're looked upon as an oddity. You're looked upon and made fun of because of your Christian beliefs. The business world will do all this just for dishonest gain. Even our churches and schools have helped destroy people People have not been taught the truth over quite a period of time. They eliminated, they kicked God out of our school, first of all, in every possible way. When I was a youngster in school, every day started off with prayer by the principal. Then our teacher and homeroom, the first thing they would do was reread from the Bible. And then they too would have prayer. And we pledged allegiance to, to the American flag And we had discipline, believe me, you didn't. My first day in school in first grade, I got a whooping. And it wasn't with a ruler. (laughs) They had discipline in those days. They've thrown God out of school, though. They eliminated discipline where now the children run the schools. Teacher can't do anything. The curriculum in schools has been changed to please Satan. They refuse to fail students if they deserve it because they don't want to harm their self esteem. You know, a high school graduate today has been cheated from a good education. And it's unfortunate. And I know this from the business world when I tried to hire people to work for me. They can now spell, write an essay or even diagram of sentence. They're taught lies in science instead of the truth. Folks, math is not math no more. Two plus two don't equal four. Does to me, but I don't guess I understand the system. And the one that, of course, aggravates me the worst because I was a history teacher, is they've removed history. They just teach, I call it a form of socialism we all have to just be friends with one another, love one another, then everything's going to be okay. Well, folks, you've got to know where you come from. And our students that graduate from school today, they, they haven't the foggiest idea where they come from. They don't know what our American traditions are. They don't know our American history. And therefore, they're going down a road blindly. They have no idea where they're going in life. Because we are supposed to use our history, folks, as a guideline of how to live our current life. And they've altered, they forgot how. Thus, that high school graduate does not know where he came from or where he's going. And churches are guilty of watering down the truth the same way, folks. They teach false doctrines in many churches, teaching lies to be the truth. And they say, thus saith the Lord when the Lord is not in it. That's where all our different denominations come from, folks. These people teaching the lies instead of the truth. So our business communities, our churches, and our schools have turned our nation away from God in the most terrible way. They're oppressive, controlling. They control what we are able to do. They rob and steal from the American public. They mistreat the poor and those in need. They oppress the strangers and those who cannot defend themselves. These are points I was making about our text today in Ezekiel. I think you can draw a pretty good comparison to America today. So God asked, who will stand in the gap for me? Verse number 30. And I sought for a man among them that would make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Oh, how sad that is. How sad that no one was willing to stand in the gap for God? Because if they had of, if somebody had a stepped up and said, Lord, you can count on me, I believe God would have spared Israel. But he couldn't find nobody to do that. And therefore God destroyed Israel at this time. I know this is a recurring story. It's occurred many times throughout the Old Testament, and they've been destroyed many times and Finally came back the last time in 1948 when they were reestablished in their current land of Jerusalem. My question to you are you willing to stand in the gap today? Our nation needs Christians to stand firm in their beliefs. I mean, believe what you know, what you believe, and believe what you say. We we need to be boldly standing and proclaim the gospel, not ashamed. We need to defy our government when they stick their nose in where it doesn't belong. We need to tell our schools we want the truth taught once again. Our churches need to teach and preach the Bible from cover to cover as the only truth there is. You know, we, the people, still have the right. We, the people, elect our officials. And I believe we have a right to expect them to do what we want them to do. That's the reason why there's a great movement across America today for, some, for different types of charter schools, Christian schools, to where people take the money that the government's spending on public schools and give it to you to use what you want to, to educate your child. Because parents need to be involved in their education of their children and you need to guarantee three things for your children in order for their education to be complete number one that god is the center of their education number two that they're being taught the truth and number three that there is discipline in that classroom you have a right to expect that folks And our churches need to teach and preach the Bible from cover to cover as the gospel truth, folks. In 1988, I was asked to preach for the commencement ceremony for the seniors at Bethel Christian School. I used this same text I use today, folks. I preached this. It had the same title, Who Will Stand in the Gap for Me? 29 years later, Our country is much, much worse than it was then. I promise you this. Upon God's word, God will not be mocked. God destroyed Israel for their sin, and God will destroy America for their sin if we do not turn away from our sinful ways. Our only hope lies in godly men, women, boys, and girls being willing to stand in the gap for God. second chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will i hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land when i preached this to seniors it was a challenge to live their life for christ but, well, folks, I think as Christians, I can still challenge you to do the same thing. Stand in that gap for God. Stand in that gap for America. Be the kind of a citizen, be the kind of Christian that God be proud of. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to stand in this pulpit. We pray, Lord, that your word will not return void. Be with us now in the invitation time. Decisions need to be made. We pray that they would do so at that now.
0: In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm that is facebook.com slash hvbcnm as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico To find additional podcast sermons you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org We would also like to invite you to come worship with us if you are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area. We are at 4103 West Texas Street in Carlsbad. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. Thank you and God bless.